seen engineers hiding manuals or somebody just telling you is going to help you but they never actually come and help you um because there's always this thing about i don't know where it came from but people are not so open to helping each other hello hello welcome to another episode of cafe contract your go-to podcast for tips to achieve success in the Kenyan construction industry. Your host for this episode is Nyambura Karyoki in session with Ken, engineer Ken. Awesome. Grab your cup of goodness. Let's talk life in construction. So, welcome to the show, Anonymous Ken. Uh, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself while remaining anonymous in terms of your training for your engineering, uh, we would really love that yes okay okay um well i i studied uh yeah i studied abroad um in uh, three, three three different countries the university gave you options to actually just transfer your credit to other it's still the same uni yeah but you get different uh experiences from different campuses oh. Yeah. oh wow uh, so it was an it was an interesting i would say it was an interesting experience there uh the in terms of learning they are more they're more geared towards your 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 how can i put this like the they were they were more in tuned to making you a holistic person so to speak okay. because uh, you'd find that equipment were very readily available the labs were readily available to the students so you didn't have to as much as you had to book in or slot in a space you would do that online you just tell the guy and uh, you just send an email or check the the schedule of um, the lab and see which 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 time is which time slot is empty because it's like you know the way you go to a gym and you see there's this time for zumba and this time for whatever <laughs> yes. so that, that that's how it looks like <laughs> so you you just pick a time when there was no, no people in the lab and you slot yourself in and you'd be given access yeah so the i love that because civil uh, engineering is more engineering in itself is a very practical thing so yeah. sometimes the theory part you can yes you can study but then putting it into practice is another thing uh, another good thing i actually did enjoy was being given all the notes at the beginning of the semester from as soon as you finished paying your school fees uh, you registered and enrolled for this program or this class you you were given access to the the complete notes for the whole semester so you'd actually if you miss a class or you would actually go back and read it okay then you find that sometimes you would you can also you also had access to blackboard so at any one given time uh, as long as they're online or even offline you drop them an email or a skype uh, we had an internet uh, an internal thing internet thing so you'd actually just uh, ding them and then they would get back to you as soon as they 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 they, go, they were online so it was it was a really interactive thing that i enjoyed i, I did enjoy my my time there so i had no no issue and then obviously the sports and everything yeah that was the co-curriculars were also awesome so yeah so you became a wholesome person from your <laughs> education <laughs> yeah plus library the library was a dope place to go to I know people don't yeah that's like the last thing people would say like the library because the library had very um recent books it wasn't just about um you just for the sake of it no it had 
his latest versions uh, plus the soft copies he wanted um and and it was really the, the whole thing was very easy to access it wasn't so stressful to to go through your learning process oh wow it, whatever you wanted was there so you just needed to ask and yeah you, you found ask and you shall receive eh? <laughs> yeah yeah it was as simple as that so that's why i, I love oh okay so yeah number plus another thing before forget there was, there was there were always projects every year so you always had a project to record oh. the, the module that you're doing that you had to present. So it, you were also taught other skills other than your technical skills. You had soft skills also. You had to go through some English learning also. You had to go through some uh, um, like emotional intelligence things. So how to present, how to um, how to speak. So you always had this thing that you, you needed to know because in the way they used to say it was as much as you're going to be designing at some point you'll be presenting to people you're yes. presenting to the local person on the ground so you need to know how to communicate sometimes as engineers you go on the ground and you're being asked by a farmer a very small thing and then um, you find that um, you, you're using very big words to describe something that could be very easily that he, he, as in it becomes so uh the person yeah. the dragon yeah yeah the dragon can just throw the person off yeah 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 so today, uh if you, have you seen the video for the chinese in south africa fighting the safety and health consultant yeah yeah is it south africa or west africa but okay yeah it's then the one recording is nigerian but the video is south africa Oh, okay, okay, I didn't know. That's why everyone is getting confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, honestly, let's just, first of all, what's your opinion about it? Let's just, from the gate. Uh, well, I think it just evokes feelings <laughs> or emotions uh, of anger and uh, yeah, disbelief. Okay. For our yeah, listeners, so, uh, Ken mm-hmm. has some okay a lot of background work, working with foreigners uh, chinese and especially currently so that's why yes. we're keeping you anonymous ken <laughs> so, no problem okay you are angry about it but why are you angry and all he did is hit the clipboard let me play devil's advocate well there, there's a lot of uh, you could tell underlying tension even on his face yeah there's more to yeah there's more to it than just uh, the action and it, it's it's uh, the nonverbal cues that were there you'd see him even going as as far back to pick pick a weapon or a rod to actually stab this other guy that totally tells you that he was really boiling under so yeah. that was totally unacceptable yeah so who are you siding with i'm i'm siding with being a profession being a professional so don't because, fight don't fight on site <laughs> yeah don't fight on site just have an amicable way of certain things come down uh, people take you know people just come with facts discuss things factually and leave emotions out so that would be the best way of looking at it okay, okay. as much as sometimes you do get pushed uh, to the corner but at the end of the day you need to remember that you're you're a professional uh, yeah. this is your this is your bread and butter you need to be very they say uh, you need to be above above tolerance. Doing. Yeah. high tolerance levels yeah you in your interview you said you can 
you can work under pressure this is this is one of the pressures you need to work under so <laughs> you have wow. to keep a cool breath and uh, yeah okay so in your opinion having yes. worked with chinese contractors in kenya and how yes. everyone thinks they're taking over the market you know yes. for local mm-hmm. contractors Mm-hmm. Would you say that is the case, or do you think they are deserving of the contract? Mm. Uh, well, it's a it's a pretty it's a catch twenty two because yes. uh, on one hand you have the fact that they are really good at uh, what they do, which is complete projects on time, or they have the expertise in terms of uh, equipment. They are yeah. very well uh, technolo- technologically ahead. And um, they know how to do things uh, like a shorter way of doing things. Yeah, because of a the couple of years I've been doing, uh, there was uh, the same technical work. They can actually shorten it, shorten the time period. The on the downside is the you have different tiers of contractors, different rankings of contractors. Yes. So now for them, you can still have a, a really top contractor, and then you can also have other smaller, lesser known. Contractors. Oh, so some oh. of them will piggyback on the bigger contractors uh, and end up duping people into thinking that they're really good at what they do and not necessarily, yeah, that would not be necessarily the case. So oh. you have some of them who are not really qualified to do this work, but they've come in with, case in point, I think there's a, there's a time when one of the contractors had been found out to have forged CVs. Yeah. So that edit, they actually just plagiarized or counterfeited them, and then they won projects, and then falsified documents. So you find some of them get uh, work illegally. Some of them uh, would be, uh, we would say there's no corruption, but we have to be honest with each other. Yes. There's all the corruption, so they'll probably just buy their way in. Uh, others would actually have legitimately go in, but then bring in people on who are less qualified to do the work. So you have carpenters coming in or plumbers doing civil work, uh, let's say road construction or yeah, teachers coming to be foremen on the ground or managers. <laughs> you know, so yeah, less qualified. The most famous thing was the scandal of having uh, prisoners coming to work, yeah. operating machines and everything. So, and then you know, some of the documents are not translated. They're all in Chinese, they're doing the Chinese. Ah. Yeah, sometimes you have that, that, that issue, yeah. So two things first. That means there's mm-hmm. a systematic breakdown on how we approve the consultants we hire from foreign mm-hmm. consultants we hire in the country. So instead yeah. of just taking the banner at the top, we should also confirm that all yeah. consultants actually are fit for that job and just yeah. not trying it out you know because honestly yeah, you know yeah. building you kill building engineering we kill many people at once if you make a mistake yeah it's very costly yeah okay then why as a consultant meaning you tend to supervise your chinese contractor how come you don't ask for english drawings let's just You've mentioned it, so I'm going there. <laughs> mm. No, actually, we we do we do ask for English drawings, but uh, sometimes you don't. You they're not forthcoming. Uh, so that that's just it. They'll just not give you. So now it's up to you to 
the good thing with drawings is you will see things. A line is still a line. Yeah. A line is still a line, a curve is still a curve. The only problem is you don't know if it's a road, what design speed they're looking at, or um, yeah, the notes, the notes section, what are they considering? That's only problem. But then, and numbers um, in character also, or numbers are numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah those are <laughs> characters. Like everything is, trust me, the only thing that probably is not is the line, because, and the decimals, because it's a decimal, <laughs> but, and the commas. But other than that, you'll find that a majority of the things you can see. And then, now, for, the good thing with engineering is you can verify. So you'll, you'll have to do your due diligence to verify it on the ground or um, yeah, on a, through a software or something. So that's how you just end up uh, yeah, like reviewing, design reviewing their work. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. When it comes We've to... We've done the work around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Just had to. Yes, clearly. So you've said the Chinese, especially because... I'm I'm mentioning the Chinese because you're currently working with them as opposed to other foreigners. So you've said on a plus they are quick and efficient. Yeah, yeah, I would say they are. They They put in the hours. That guy would work from Monday to Monday nonstop. But what is... With just a power nap (laughs) over lunch. Oh, wow. So what is their level of professionalism in your opinion? Uh, No, that is... uh, Whoa, that that is purely <laughs> subjective <laughs> from engineer to engineer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in my opinion, uh, the professionalism depends with which company you're working for. If you're working uh, with the like the class A contractors, those ones yeah. are very professional. Uh, if you're working with another sort of uh, engineering company, they might not be. The approach here is very. It's, 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 it's really it's a thin line. You you wouldn't know who's professional who's not. But generally, they respect authority. That's the thing. So mm-hmm. as much as sometimes they can be trying to bend the rules, but then that's for you to put your foot down. If you're not firm with them, they'll always be cutting corners, and yeah, you'll just end up a messy a messy situation. Yeah. So I'll, let me just give them a five out of a ten. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting on the fence on that one. Because okay. personally, I've worked with both sides, so I found others who are professional, I found others who are not. And oh, the ones wow. who are not are probably negative, and probably let's get my negative. So, yeah. Okay. Probably going, yeah, minus, minus zero. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> okay, how does that compare with local contractors? Uh, now, the, the only issue we have with the local contractors, I would turn my end is they have... Um, the technology, they're not so so much in terms of uh, in investing in technology or in machines or equipment. So whereas these guys do that, uh, but the issue mostly is because of they're not well financed. You find that our like the banking sector or uh, the banks here don't support the contractors as much or the expenses. So they end up not being able to actually raise capital for the machine. So the once they get the first IPC, all they have to do they rush into buying equipment first, and then they start working. Uh, and if if they're actually going through, and then you know there are always these problems of uh, delayed payments. So yeah. if they if they get delayed payments, like through the uh, case in point, the government delays in our county, they delay paying contractors. So always. this person, yeah, yeah. So this person has been going, incurring expenses, has been doing work with his money. Then you you delay giving him, uh, paying him back. His overheads continue increasing. I mean, he probably has having idle labor and manpower, and it's really frustrating for them. So 
they end up not being as effective. You can't really definitely judge them or give give them a bad uh, ranking because of that. Uh, though there are others who have been able to to be given all that and they haven't yet managed to deliver. But those are, I would say, a majority of the cases because they're not liquid enough. Liquidity, the capital for them is non-existent. But don't we sort this out in the tender process? Or we just lie through this? <laughs> no, <laughs> now you see, um, you will be having, these are all estimates. That's what the engineers, uh, BOQ is an engineer's estimate. Yeah. So it's what the engineer thinks this work could be. But then there sometimes are things that you cannot foresee. As much as you put provisional costs in things, uh, you know, like markups, things you find things on the ground will always be a bit different. Case <laughs> uh, in point, you'll come up with, you'll, you'll, you'll do a project, say, will cost um, you know, one, one million. Yeah. yeah. So then you come on the ground, maybe it's a water project, then you come on the ground and find people on the ground wanting to be either compensated or um, this realignment or new lines are coming in. So you find so many things that you had not anticipated and you're not budgeted for will all of a sudden be, uh, the budget will be strained. And then you have variation of cost coming in maybe because of the, the pandemic is usually very, that's unforeseeable. That's only, we can never say that you can bank on it. Yeah. So maybe things like the ground condition, you, you find that you thought it was going to be soft soil and then all of a sudden the whole place excavating is rock. Yeah. And usually most of the estimates on your queues are only like 10%. You put a, an over, like a, a, an over the cost for rock around uh, 10%. Maybe that's not even enough. It doesn't cut for a kilometer. So sometimes you find that um, this thing vary vary the project cost. And you know, sometimes in engineering, a variation is a very distinct thing. So you really have to be, the the client has to be well informed about this variation and he or she has to either accept or usually the contractor is at 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 a hard place to say that he wants to be varied for. And if he wants to be varied for, most of the time he's given an extension of time instead of a cost. So as there are some things you cannot you cannot really say guarantee that the BOQ will turn out to be what was was anticipated. Some things just come in um, that you can you never you never foresaw. So it's it's um, I think this the BOQ should always be a live thing. It should always be as you continue every every monthly progress meeting, the client should always be attentive and keen enough on that. And also, uh, they say, more willing to understand how the, the project is evolving because the project continues evolving and takes a life of its own and before it, it, it actually becomes realized. You find uh, so many, sometimes you find uh, like uh, the community, the, the parts, project affected person become even more than you anticipated. Whatever you're designing, you had not, thought that probably this land would be subdivided again and you know things just happen and you know the, the time between design and construction takes some time you can design this year then it's going to be constructable in the next five years or something yeah. so you can't really predict that the cost will remain constant very true very true yeah yeah okay mm-hmm.
So, mm-hmm. coming from mm-hmm. foreign ex- mm-hmm. learning experience background, what mm-hmm. was your expectation when you are coming to work with, I'll call us locals, even though you're Kenyan, <laughs> mm-hmm. the local, the local consultant and contractor, and vis-a-vis your expectation when you had to work with the Chinese contractor? Wow. wow. Um, I, I I wouldn't say I had like a very high expectation, uh, but uh, because uh, okay, but during that time I would say there were the the economy was actually picking up. There were yeah. a lot of projects coming through, so my expectation was that we would get into so many uh, jobs that that required a lot of technical expertise. I would I would have like I say I would have like. Uh, a, a more of a better way of understand of, of implementing whatever I learned. Yeah. So my expectation was simply to use a lot of uh, the tech and um, whatever experience I had gathered to to help me or to and also help others to to come up with yeah to just implement a good design. The reality that I got was totally different because uh, I'd also I'd also worked as an intern a couple of months. Yeah. So there the, the issue the, what happens you yes you're given a uh, a project you work in teams, but then you can can I say you can be multifaceted. You can work on a project, but still, if you have if you have a component in structural, you can also be involved in structural component ah. in the civil, in the water. So you could actually do all three in the same time frame if you want to. Yeah. So that that was a thing that I learned, and then they also have special specializations. They also had people who specialize in this line. So you'd work as an understudy under somebody, but still you would be getting a lot of uh, knowledge from them. Now, the problem with here, when I came here, the issue was that the companies were getting, um, the, okay, the person who was the manager or the the boss at that point, yeah. he gives you, he puts you in a role that you don't want, a scope that you don't like. Yeah. So you come in a the roads, you don't like roads. <laughs> Never loved roads. Then, uh, you know, that's, this is what we have and this is what you, you take. There's no, there's no discussion towards it. And then over there, you become so, um, if you are the type to, to want to change or you had a favorite thing, maybe railway, you find that maybe railways, we didn't have, we didn't have railways at that point. Companies doing railways as much. So you have to stick to whatever you, you probably didn't like or you learned, but yeah, it wasn't. It was like an afterthought. Yeah. So you, the the system is kind of rigid on that respect, that you can't just um, try to be be you know to be like an octopus and try to move around <laughs> in different places to learn. That was the only discouraging thing. But then over here, you over here you start to learn that you can still do that, but you need to be now. It's your personal initiative yes. to look for people either after hours or even during working hours, but you can't really take up that role. You will probably just be like learning on the side. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So as compared to there, where you you're given that role, you originate documents with respect to that design, and then the understudy checks, uh, the your boss checks, your upper your mentor checks everything, and then you continue. We you have also there like I've actually mentioned about mentors. They, they take the mentorship thing very seriously. Uh, where you're, you're coming from, you're straight from a graduate to a PE. So you're given somebody to mentor you. And if you're, if, if you've just started actually um, incorporating that in, uh, in Kenya, where you have 
somebody's going to be your mentor, uh, and then he's going to work you through, and then we can get some PDUs or CPD points. Yeah. So the same thing happens there. It's only that now there it's um it's 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 more of like they they have to log it in somewhere either through their system if they're using ICE, the Institution of Civil Engineers UK, or whatever other medium the or a book that they need to write. So they have a way of checking what you're doing and then they tailor make it to what skills you need to to look into for you to put your papers in for your professional engineering registration. So now there's also the expectation of working with um uh so the working with point consultants there it's um now the projects that they handle are much more let's say bigger, I would say bigger because they have already sort of improved on their infrastructure. Yeah. To the extent that now they're looking into other it's still infrastructure but yeah, yeah. large scale. A large scale, yeah, in terms of finance, in terms of uh, technicality. So you have uh, the channel boring machines doing channel and underground. Uh, you have uh, people building bridges of uh, long span bridges of uh, oceans, or, or people claim the land reclamation along the rivers or the the, the the oceans. So you have all these things that are very technically you need a lot of um, know how to do it. Uh, that's what I, w- I was actually expecting sort of something, something similar like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and in other industries, I'm sure there were. It's actually been done. Uh, you have the Karimenu Dam, and uh, they've been doing tunnel, tunnels there. So that's one of a kind. Uh, that we haven't done such an infrastructure in Kenya. So uh, as much as we also have the Tika roads and uh, the bypasses, and those are things that have come up that would say have elevated our engineering. Yes. We we actually we actually do have the design standards for that. We actually do design for that. But we have we had never actualized it on the ground because we didn't have the the capability in terms of the the workforce to do it, which is the machines and everything. And then also the capital yeah. to actually finance such projects. So that's that's how they came to realization. But in terms of uh, the engineering that is taught in Kenya, it's 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 um, it's still above par. It's it 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 goes hand in hand with whatever is going out uh, out there. That's why it was easy for me to also fit in. Um, as much as yes, and I use Eurocode and stuff, but the system is the same. British standards the same, so you can still plug in whatever country you're in. That's why engineering is a universal thing. So if I Kenyans work in there or Kenyans work in Canada, and uh, it still works. So the nutritional system is okay. The only, probably the only thing they need to do is streamline because uh, people study a lot of things. Uh, yeah, a lot of things which might not help them, uh, which is sad. Yeah. I, you you got lost somewhere in that question, but it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I know where to put that answer. <laughs> ah, it's okay, it's okay. You, now you know. You got lost somewhere because I wanted to know when you had, okay, let me rephrase the question. When Uh, you had that we were opening our market to uh, bigger contractors, uh, sadly enough, mm. the Chinese contractor that's become bigger. Back then we used to have French and other people, but now it's mostly Chinese contractors that have opened our market into our construction sector. 
So when you had it, yeah. what was your expectation versus what was your experience? Uh, uh, my expectation when, uh, yeah, when I had that was that they would actually come and help, actually do make a huge difference in in, uh, in our infrastructure. Yeah. That was the expectation. But then the reality was that they were actually, uh, they, they, they did come and they constructed, yes, but there was, there's more the social aspects that I would say did not measure up. Yeah. Because now socially they would have, uh, they've, they've probably destroyed uh, either environments or uh, there's been a, an adverse effect to the people. Because now they come and then other jobs are taken on the, in the, on the side. So they, they, they didn't concentrate on what they needed to do. So, so you have so you have the contractors for the east. Those are the ones who probably come, and then the ones in the west who come and actually do the work that they to do. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's mainly that. That was the biggest difference uh, in terms of uh, what I what what I experienced coming back. Okay. Hi. So it's the random question time yeah. of the session. <laughs> and wow. my random question, yes, <laughs> my yeah, random question right. of the my hobby. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> not your random question. My random question of the session is: If you could only use one word for the rest of your life, what word? What word would you choose? One word for the rest of my life. Yes. Why would I use just one word? Hey, yo, it's the random question of the day. Doesn't it have to be an English word? No, it's one word for the rest of your life. So choose whichever language so it is. It's going to open doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. By the way, that, that is really random. Uh, you don't have any other random questions? <laughs> no, now this is the question I'm sticking to. <laughs> okay. okay, I would say, I think I would say Eureka. Eureka? Yeah. Okay, Akmedis, Eureka it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's inspiring. Eureka! Eureka! Eureka? Eureka? Okay, I would think so because it it sort of like makes your your mind light up. Uh, That's for me, so, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. I was putting you on the spot, but even I don't know what word I'd choose. Yeah, because I'm like so. Um, I'm like, what would you have used? Life. That's the word I choose. Life. Life. Why life? Because it's applicable everywhere, and you can use it. In the sadness, in the happiness, in any emotion, you can say life. Are you you rigged? Okay. <laughs> the rigged? Oh, my rigged. Yeah, yeah, that was questioning. So I'm sure you've had nights to think about it, so it's okay. <laughs> it was random. So even for me, it was random. It's I always okay. choose my random questions just before I start the session. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you've also had experience working with foreigners, so how has it been? <laughs> my experience with foreigners, honestly, my biggest mm -hmm. expectation, or rather the mm -hmm. lie I had believed from mm -hmm. school, from people, from everyone, is that foreigners 
have this world experience and know so much more than us. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, I that's the one I believe. Yeah, Until I worked yeah. with foreigners and I realized, no, my education is yeah. not lacking and your yeah. brain is quite good. <laughs> so yeah, it's a huge, it's a, yeah, it's a huge fallacy that you, yeah, you might, you, you, we actually discussing that with a friend of mine where um, you were just talking about how you'd have a drilling machine on the side of the road and somebody comes and tells you that, oh, this Chinese guy is, have a lot of good equipment and this is your machine i know and this is your certificate so it makes a lot of sense uh, yeah yeah so that was I my biggest expectation and then when i interacted with them and uh, i happened to be so shocked because honestly i feel like if i could shout it from the rooftops to change people's mind oh this is a podcast rooftop okay this is my rooftop shouting i'm shouting that Honestly, uh-huh. you are good. Uh-huh. You, you who's yes, yes, gone yes, through yes. our system is good. Yes. The, the part I will agree with, engineer over here, is our mm. education system might have lacked just a bit on the practical aspects. But yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the only thing. Yes. Yeah. But us, okay, man, engineering maybe yes. Architecture, well, I was lucky enough for our year. We did a lot of practical experience. We traveled around. We exposed ourselves. We fought for this exposure with the school because we were like, yeah. we need to be on the same international market you want us to fight in. So expose mm-hmm. us. So that's yeah. all about knowing your student's power and knowing what you can demand from your school and your school fees. So that's a whole mm-hmm. other fight and a whole other episode. But that's what mm-hmm. I... And using software and using software. Uh, and use, oh, no, software. You, you just, just Google. I'm sorry. Google all the software that is in your career or your course and start mm-hmm. to learn it. Just learn it. Honestly, mm-hmm. how many tutorials yeah. are in YouTube? Just learn it. Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. if you keep waiting for teachers or lecturers to teach you, you'll be disappointed. So just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, for us, at least we were taught something. So we yeah, like you, like you, but us, yeah, well. Yeah, some basic knowledge <laughs> on that. Now, the only, actually, one of the biggest, what, what you said also, I've just remembered something. Um, coming back here, when I was looking for, when I was trying to plug in and know about the standards or how to do things, uh, say, the, the Kenyan way, yeah. um, you find that people are not so, open to helping you yeah like you have engineers thin engineers hiding manuals or somebody just telling you it's going to help you but they never actually come and help you um or spreadsheets because there's always this thing about i don't know where it came from but people are not so open to helping each other and that that i think maybe due to the proper system that people are just in competition all along they just think it's just the same um instead of just having each other's you know you're working as a team, you need to help each other. So you find some people don't do that, which is, which is not, I, I didn't like it. But then, over time, I got to now uh, understand and then also get other people who are like-minded like me and be able to share and, you know, help each other out. Because, you know, and, you know no one has all the knowledge at once. No one has all the manuals. So you need to keep on helping each other. So that's part of the reason why when... I had a, uh, I, I joined a group called the YPS, Young Professionals Forum, before. Yeah. It's called Future Leaders Group. So it's a bunch of engineers, young engineers who come together, and we have uh, uh, under ASEC, Association of Social Engineers Kenya, 
and they actually just bring together like-minded engineers, young engineers to share and to help one, other, one another through this journey because you need, you know, sometimes you find that, I don't know about how people, uh, how, how it's happening, but you have the students in your end, the ones in the yard, so everyone has or Moi, Egaton, everyone is in their own sort of cocoon. Yeah. So they never have time to interact or to meet. And you know, this engineering field is uh, a the built environment. Yeah. You have all these people, you need so people get to, to know each other on a, on a networking basis. What do you do? If I need help somewhere, I've never done. Uh, I'm handling a project, uh, say, in, uh, in, in, in a water project, and I've never done project, water, a water project before. I've asked an water engineer to actually help me with it, yeah. a mechanical, mechanical engineer. So it, it does help, help people to, to, to be together. Um, that, that aspect of our, our colleges, our unis, not helping us understand the, that we, we need networking is key, is a very important thing. Uh, that's part of the social skills that people need to learn. I, I love how you keep walking into my questions. So, <laughs> based on that, myth yeah. or fact that uh, either by culture-wise or uh, exposure-wise, local-to-local help is harder to come by in the professional construction, professionals among construct, in construction, as opposed to uh, foreigner versus local, who would be more willing to assist you? Meet or fact? Hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say we can actually kickstart a conversation with the international sort of uh, contractor consultant as yes. compared to striking or starting a conversation with a, a local consultant or contractor. That's that's that it's weird, but. Thing about mental slavery, and that's one of it. So it is that thing. We always tend to overlook the people, and it's been there again. Like you know, the, they say a prophet is not free, but in his home, in his hometown. So it's been there for ages. Now the only thing is, so how do you how do you try to change the narrative? Yeah. Uh, how do you do that? So, but then slowly by slowly, you need to start accepting ourselves. You need to do that, and uh, it won't help if one legislation is not on our side. Uh, to even us by ourselves are enemies Actually, against we, yeah, ourselves. Are enemies, yeah. So it doesn't help. Yeah. Okay. We don't trust each other. So it's, uh, that's 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 the main thing. Okay. Coming from now, all this we've discussed mm -hmm. today. What is your passing shot on the <laughs> on the working with foreigners versus the assumptions we've made on these foreigners when we see them around? In construction, in construction. I think, uh, well, the good thing is we, you know, it's a new, it's a new, it's been a new uh, trend that we, we've actually gone into. So we are learning, we've learned, we've actually collected some lessons learned from working with uh, the, the international community vis-a-vis -vis our, our local uh, community. So it's a conundrum. It's a huge, uh, like that Rubik's Cube. It's a, it's a very complex thing and it's not a, a one to people because people are social dynamics are extremely different but the, the basic thing needs to be entrenched in either in ourselves begin with in ourselves we need to actually accept that we can do work we are good good enough if not the best the best like we actually do we actually good so 
by believing that we can actually do something on our own now the only thing is now trying to prove it to to others others being the the government or the the banking institutions yeah you know that they should believe in these so called people yeah it needs to be a small it's a small it's a small systematic kaizen thing but you just need to keep on giving us all slowly by slowly so as much as we'll we'll draft all this um beautiful legislation about companies and uh, how the percentage uh, local versus the foreigners should be is also the aspect of what responsibility are we taking as our own in our own as our own people like so if i'm given that even if it's a 30% responsibility what yeah. am i doing with it you know am i am i am i just going to decide i'm going to be a, a silent partner so things are just done and then you just relax and things are being done badly or you know so there's that part of you can start something here yes. uh, and trust the process as much as people don't like trusting the process that's how it is uh, the challenges that keep on coming we need to start taking lessons from them so we trust in ourselves we do uh, projects as small uh, you know sometimes we we are we're known to be a generation even for us because not the generation coming in of instant 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 coffee instant noodles instant whatever yeah. so if, if if you want to be you want to be a consultant for instant you need to put in the, the time the energy you need to put in the the effort there's all these things that you need to learn skills for you to to get into a PE level into a consulting level uh if you want to be a contractor same thing you need to go through it's not good to just go through shortcuts and believe that you're going to make it as much as some people have done it and they might think they or they might have some results to show for it but time will always catch up a lie always catches up with you at some point and your conscience will always just kind of it be a worst nightmare actually so you can't really keep keep on keep on trying to to hoodwink people so yeah. for for what i've learned is i do my part in whatever small way i'm building the the economy or the country i do it constantly and knowing that i know i can sleep at night well uh, and working with the, the international com- uh, company it's it's a learning lesson what am i getting from them am i getting some skills from them because uh, sometimes you you find that you you do learn a lot of things i guess in point the the form the form i've been working for you have very very good softwares or ways of tools for checking somebody's productivity and it's it's a really good thing to know what output deliverable is in doing and it 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 makes you so when you become if you're going to become a contractor if you want to decide to become a contractor you'd actually know what steps or how to do the things if it's uh, bidding for projects if it's if it's constructing how you're going to price quote quote for your for your services or for your equipment uh so this thing this skills you learn as time goes by so it's not all these and all these things are not in vain or futile you'll always carry things that you you've experienced throughout with the journey so slowly by slowly we also need to be in the spaces for the political spaces or the people who are actually calling what's it calling the shots get up professionals sitting in the parliament or the senate or world bank or whatever they will never probably understand what you need some things or what how to evaluate some things so slowly by slowly we need to and people have been going into those spaces 
those are the part of the places that matter. So, as engineers or professionals in the built environment, we should not just concentrate on knowing your engineering or your architecture or something. You need to also try and learn other things. If you if you can, well and good. If you can't, fine. Specialize in what you can. So. For those people who feel like they can go and do finance and still do architecture or USing, that's okay. That's that's allowed. So it's very good to have multifaceted people and also people who specialize. So slowly but slowly, I think it's a, it's a good. Things are opening up. I wouldn't say that because uh, every year the budget for infrastructure and the other infrastructure-related uh, things continue being being put on the table. So it's a really good. That just shows that. That the government is cognizant of the fact that they need this infrastructure and uh, to help other people, so um, and to to grow the the GDP and the, the economy. So it's a, a really important thing. Okay, so let's be mm. part of the discussion as professionals. That's what you're saying. Yes, the same yes. A, yeah, yeah. There's that engineer usually says it's called engineer this morning. He says if you're if you're if you're not part of the people sitting in you know in a, in, a, in a table, you're part of the meal. So Ooh, yes. you, you don't want to be part of the meal, so yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't want to be part of the meal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No pun intended, but okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it has been a pleasure to host you, Junior. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And remember to figure out what you want, then work diligently towards it, consistently and patiently. Follow us on Instagram, linked in our bio, and check us out. Thank you. Been nice. Thank you, Ken. You're welcome. Bye.